Monday, October 24th. I just got off work. Uh, I rushed home. This bar that just opened up outside my new apartment. This girl doing the smoke with a bunch of friends waiting for a cab. She says, I, uh, when I get really, really tired, I, I just cry. <laughs> she just cries. That takes a lot of energy too, you know. Uh, and by the way, I don't know if it was last Thursday or Wednesday when we did, uh, toast. Jeremy Elliott wasn't really happy with a lot of Jay Moore's comments. He did say a couple things. Um, yeah, I, I told you it was going to happen. You were kind of rude, and I don't know. Talk to who? Have you talked to Don lately? Because, you know, before we get into Jeremy Elliott, uh, the thing is, we used to do the shows on Monday, and then right. suddenly, starting last week, I'm now in for you five days a week. Uh, you co-host this. I even have a vacation coming up, uh, like for Jamaica that's gonna take a week. Oh. And I didn't know I would be blindsided with this. Now I gotta do this for five days instead as opposed to where we used to do the Raw review on Mondays. We didn't Hello? really review Raw, honestly. We just kinda... No, I know, but it was like false advertising in a lot of senses. But, you know, it was like, it's just, it just seems to be a lot of bullshit between, oh, yeah. you know, I, I love doing tonight, tonight on Hipstar tonight. And I, but like, it's now taking a lot of time. And it's now taking a lot of energy to do five days without being rewarded any more money, without being rewarded any more conversation. We still have not found Topher Whiteman, for God's <laughs> sakes. And now no, the heat with Jeremy him. Elliott is just kind of under control because let's get into that. Last week, exactly like you say, mm -hmm. uh, we had brought up Jeremy Elliott. Yeah. Some kids commercial that he did. You brought uh, him up. Opened right. up on the like it was a debut on the on the big uh what okay. do you call a hockey thing like the yeah. the what would you call that you know the actual name of the program hockey night in canada i think, I think it was like yeah, i don't know i see here they debuted it debuted and it was like jerry's big debut and mm -hmm. then obviously he's releasing on his social media oneworld.com or whatever it is yeah 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 i saw that uh you know <laughs> anyway i i brought it up on the show that he did this commercial and I just kind of couldn't believe that any sort of casting agent would kind of like just throw this to just some no talent to be able to jump off ladder onto a mat and oh. be on like yeah. worldwide Canadian television. Does yeah. that make sense? Yeah, I can see where your outrage is. I mean, that's a big accomplishment for him. I'm proud of him. Way to go, man. Yeah, well, I mean... Uh, his casting agent wrote over to us saying that they didn't appreciate that the words, you know, especially not not naming you so much hipstar, but you know, some of the things I said and I was just trying to bring up the commercial is all yeah. I was trying to do and I was trying to give them more publicity because the fact that we are on the five day schedule now and it the fact that we you know, the show is a success. Yeah. yeah. Uh we have a lot of sponsors. I got uh, rated um, we have you know, now when I get a wrestling booking, I get rated the most controversial podcaster in the in Ontario Indie absolutely, Wrestling. Absolutely, absolutely. And you deserve <laughs> that credit. Uh you worked hard for this. Oh, yeah. Uh you know, shout outs to Rick Hodge. Uh, you know, it, it, it paved the way, shall we say, for you. 
Rick Hodge, he's got a full-time job. I got a full-time hobby. What do you got to say about that? Yes, exactly. But you also have a following, uh, you know, at least 20 hipsters out there that listen to the broadcast. At least. I'm proud of it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, thanks, man. I'm proud of it. Doesn't mean you can always talk shit on my show and just, like, get us heat. I mean, Jeremy Elliott, he calls you up, right? Yes, he called out and he said, like, is there a problem here? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and I'm like, Jeremy, first of all, I'm trying to help you out with the Sick Kids Foundation. I'm trying to bring it up on, you know, give it a little bit more attention on tonight's yeah. night with Hip Start Tonight because, quite frankly, our ratings have far surpassed anything that, you know, this hockey league can do oh, that we and anything yeah. that the CBC is going to broadcast. So, I mean, Jeremy has a bad taste in his mouth because always, you know, have I been a little bit more of a powerful figure than what he has yeah. been. Yeah. Uh, dating way back to the Neo Wrestling Federation and into, you know, Crossfire, oh. me beating him in the steel cage match, the first ever steel cage match in Niagara. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, uh, like, yes, it just seems to be like a lot of whining, uh, you know, on the part of Jeremy Elliott, a lot of, uh, and I mean, I've done like business behind the scenes with Jeremy, don't mm-hmm. get me wrong. I think, uh, we've donated to a lot of, uh, different charities. You know, uh, like it, yeah. it's kind of like kayfabe, but I'm like, trust me, if Jeremy doesn't like me, then I'm going to go here, online here and break kayfabe. I have done mm. visit with Jeremy Elliott in the past just to try to keep communities going, like Fort Erie, Niagara yeah. Falls, you know, yeah. and, and, and people that kind of needed money, like Jeremy and I kind of worked together that way a little bit, and uh. you know, and people benefited. Yeah. Uh, well, honestly, like, this great... Weekend. Great, great guy. Great tag team partner. The first time I uh, met Jeremy Elliott was a uh, Gary Elf show. He was wearing a mask, and he was like oh. the white ninja, and he just took a shit-kicking of a kendo stick beating. Like, he got, like, marks all over his ribs, and I'm like, is this guy just, like, yes. a bump dummy? <laughs> like, is he just getting beat up? Or And then I find out, uh, training with uh, with our trainer, I guess we can say, he fucking uh, he does some takedowns. He drops you, uh, and keeps you down. He's a amazing teacher, an amazing father. You know, I met his fucking, his one kid that went to college with at the same time. Stand up kid. Great guy. I loved him, right? So, I mean, Jeremy Elliott comes from a great place, and that's exactly why he deserved that deal. So, no, no heat, Jay. Like, you don't have to, like, rag all the time. Well, it doesn't really matter, anyways, because it seems to be that the spotlight is now off of that Mm -hmm. and, uh, on. Rob Rage and Robbie Reckless with their great commercial with the Marks Workwear. We are cool. Like, it, it makes me wonder. I'd like to know how Jeremy feels that he only got like maybe a day's worth of attention with probably the oh. biggest, most aggressive advertising campaign that the Sick Kids uh, Children's Hospital has ever had. Yeah. And now the people are kind of looking at Robbie Reckless. You know what I mean? Like, and, and, and he Rob looked Rage. good though. He got the haircut. He's looking all slick. Like. He looks profesh. I like uh, I like what he's doing. Marks, Marks Work Warehouse. Jay, did now, you did hear back from him for a sponsor? The same, would it be the same casting agent that booked Robbie Reckless as Jeremy Elliott? Because mm. I would feel that Robbie Reckless doesn't deserve that position just as much as Jeremy no. Elliott didn't deserve his position as Sick Kids. Rob Rage all day long. Nobody can do what Rob Rage does. Rob, nobody does it better than Rob Rage. But yeah, yeah. could they not, like Hipstar, could you not do that spot that Robbie Reckless did? I could if I felt like it, but uh, I didn't get the call. My phone is out of service, so uh, I, just, you know, I didn't get the call. I don't know. It just <laughs> seems like a lot of... 
what has happened to the wrestling business? Uh, Are we not wrestling yeah. anymore? We're in this to do uh, commercials all of a sudden. Wow. Are we selling out for the larger dollar? Selling what is happening out. here? I can't make a living off my 8x10 sales. Like, what are you talking about selling out? I mean, I didn't expect that when I started in the wrestling business, I'd be doing podcasts, wow. nor did I expect Booker T to be doing, you know, Sports Central uh, on, a, on an AM radio station. I don't understand what the fuck is going on here. <laughs> well, we we got to keep our minds busy and we got to find jobs, honestly. We got to try to do hobbies that make money. That's uh, certainly what I'm yes. trying to do. <laughs> and uh, yes. you're doing the same thing, man, like... How many fur coats have you ruined and just wasted money on? You got to make some of that money back, man. And, uh... Well, I'm making the money <laughs> back, and I'm making all that money back because no matter how many fur coats and you know shoes I've gone through and hats, I've always been able to fall on the back of one eight hundred Need a Gimmick. Yeah, yeah. One eight hundred Need a Gimmick is the store for mm-hmm. all your gimmick needs. Whether you need weens, knee pads, wrestling boots, wrestling tape, wrestling bags. 8x10s, graphic designers, we have it all over at 1-800-NEED-A-GIMMICK. Uh, call them, 1-800-NEED-A-GIMMICK. Yeah. <laughs> Operators are standing by or log on at www.1800NEED-A-GIMMICK.com and Hipstar. <laughs> In the next 30 minutes, if you enter the promo code free Vince Valor t-shirt, oh, we have yeah, 20 yeah. standing by. The first 20 people with the promo code free Vince Valor t-shirt, we will send you and ship you, courtesy of t-shirts.com. <laughs> That's not a website. That's not yes, even a Yes, and I am sending I you over, and it's going to be posted. Everything is going to be great. The first 20 people that enter the promo code at 1-800-NEED-A-GIMMICK, free Vince Valor t-shirt. Oh, we are sending a free Vince Valor t-shirt your way today. Free? Man, he didn't get those made money out of his own wallet to uh, to give them I don't know. Free. I got I people know. that work here at one eight hundred need a gimmick, and it's not my problem. I just happen <laughs> to have a box full of twenty. You know, it's amazing small, how long. Large. It's amazing yes. how long we've been plugging this uh, sponsor, and we never really mentioned yes. that we could just call them on the phone. You know, <laughs> for a for a sponsor that's clearly a, a phone number, like we should have thought, you know, just just call one eight hundred need a gimmick. You don't have to go on the internet. Don't worry about it. <laughs> well, I'm just leaving options open. Yay! I appreciate you it. You can do either or. Uh, yes, I, thank you. I sent you uh, the status of the day today. You know, do people do okay. uh, some uh, stupid things, say some silly things, and uh, on the the book face. But, you know, it's all starting to be, like, nobody writes statuses anymore. Nobody does the status. It's all fucking, like, stupid videos and stuff. A lot know. of videos out there. Yeah, there's a lot of, yeah. Like the Mark's Work Warehouse. Jade, uh, did you try to contact yes. them about a sponsor? You really use that. Mark's Work Warehouse. I, I don't want to, like, overstep Rob Rage's business. Do you oh, know what yeah, I'm yeah, yeah. I'm sure he appreciates that. Or else he'd go out to you He's and... He's a friend of mine. Yeah, he, he'd... You don't want to see him all mad. He has to step up to you with his chest sticking no. out and be like, Hey, brother, no. what's this I hear you're doing? <laughs> what are yes, you doing? Yes, now I may go after sick kids. You know, can we help them out anyway? I mean, it, would it be a conflict of interest because we are representing the Heart and Soul Foundation after yeah, all? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm just not sure about that. Uh, we'll have to talk to the producers. I'm not you sure if uh, we'll have enough time. You know. Okay. Meryl Evans uh, wrote today, This was a big, long banter. She says, 
I just learned Mayan kings would perform precognition rituals, very rarely, maybe once a year, or during great auspiciousness, by mutilating their genitals with a stingray spine or obsidian blade. Let the blood drip onto sacred paper, burn the paper, and then communicate with the serpent of visions in the smoke that is created. Holy fuck, and you wonder why Mexican metal is so much more metal than everyone else. Jeez, guess what, Finland? Your black metal isn't genital mutilating blood ritual tough. You, grease-painted, grump, elves in the forest. Well, there was a lot of, uh, <laughs> a lot of grammar problems you there. Know, you and, you know, she didn't use the proper use of that. You sent, you, you sent that over to me, the, uh, the status update, and I, like, looked at the profile picture, and it's like, you kind of think this chick is hot, but, like, after reading this, I don't know what the fuck she's talking about. Like, would I be able to, yeah. like, stand to <laughs> even be around her for a minute? Yeah. You know, because could you put up with oh. that, honestly? Put up or keep up? I don't know. I don't think you can do either. She would, she would blow you out, mm. man. I think she's she's I... attractive mentally. Absolutely. And physically, <laughs> honestly. She's got, uh, yeah. she'll blow I, you out of the water. The picture, like, she's true. She's got some nice, uh, can I say tits or breasts? What would you prefer? Um, let's go chest. She's had, she has a nice chest. Chest. I yeah. like her chest. I, I honestly body. like her chest. Where can, where can we go wrong? I think I would lick the side of her face. We are cool! I don't know. <laughs> well, it's, we respect, we, uh, check. Now, if don't she's wreck. into any sort of bondage where, like, maybe, like, she's into some freaky kind of thing where I could tape her mouth shut, <laughs> uh, she'd be great then. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know. I can but not have to listen to her. We, uh, it's still demeaning to take away their free will, this a certain free will being to, mm-hmm. to speak. And a lot of humans uh, like doing that. So, <laughs> okay. that's uh, otherwise we wouldn't have hobbies, I feel, you know. Yeah. Well, come back yeah. tomorrow. You know, the weather might be nicer. Uh, and it'll be a Tuesday. All right. All right? And, like, honestly, can Dude, you just say Tuesday sorry to Jeremy Elliott? Can you just, like, tell him there's no heat, brother? Honestly? No heat, bro. 1-800-NEED-A-GIMMICK. Yeah. Cena and me tonight, tonight on Hipstar Tonight. Yeah. Thanks, man. Honestly, uh, Jeremy Elliott, get at me. We're going to be tag team partners soon. Um, and I'm really sorry if you feel that I sabotaged our theme music. Jay had this, like, custom rap song for theme music, and he was mad we didn't use it, so my David Bowie got in the way. Well, Jeremy Elliott is higher on the food chain than you are. Tonight on Tonight on Hipstar Tonight. Well, it's a Tuesday, October 25th. Work... Is killing me. I don't fucking like work. It's like all I do. And it's cold outside, and I'm feeling all those times that I drop myself on my knees, and I'm just aching. But you know, I, I try to do my yoga in the morning because I got some gym mats by my bed now. So I just literally roll out of bed into a neck bridge. It's true. <laughs> hey, you know, like, uh, Tuesdays, like, it's kind of a depressing day because mm-hmm. you start in the week on a Monday. But uh, do you remember, like, you know, listening to old school radio, the the great, like, two for Tuesdays, where they would play, like, two Led Zeppelin songs every hour on the hour? It made Tuesdays cool. Yeah, two Led Zeppelin songs in a row? It must be Tuesday. It was, like, meant to, like, get you up in the morning and and go to work and be happy Mm. to, like, 
goes to the grind the rest of the week. Like, right, hey, right, right. we got a great two for Tuesday here. <laughs> Good morning, everybody. <laughs> morning drive. I'm acting more excited than I should be on a Tuesday morning. But uh, look out, uh, Highway 426. The traffic. Uh, let's let's cut over to Jay. Jay, you got you're in the helicopter with the traffic re- report. How's the highway looking there, bud? Hey, I'm sorry. I'm going down the 401. We got a problem on Kennedy and the Ooh. collectors. We got a truck rolled over in the ditch, full of hay all over the place, <laughs> and we got two lanes blocked. Little trouble bottlenecking in that area, and a uh, little trouble getting through. So you might want to, you know, take the express or go around. <laughs> Other than that, all clear. Hipstar, back to you. <laughs> Thanks, Stan. I mean, Brett, uh, new guy in. Don't remember his name, but uh, honestly, honestly, you know, Jay, I like you've you've seen me go through a shitload of fucking jobs. Working for a radio station was a unique one, but it's like. A lot of those guys, you know, you you, you set up their toilet yeah. and they just show up to shit in it. You know what I mean? That's that's. Weren't all. you telling me that when you went into uh, like a set radio station? Uh, I don't mind mentioning the name ninety seven seven. I think. Mm-hmm. And weren't you saying that when you went in for the interview that the the guy hiring you was just like feet up on the desk, Converse running shoes, <laughs> yeah, sleeves yeah. high as a fucking kite, didn't even <laughs> listen to what you had to say. And like gave you a job? Yeah, yeah. But you 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 painted a visual picture there, and just talked about the Montreal Canadiens. That was about it. You're like, man, yeah. hockey. The craziest thing about hockey is my team, man. <laughs> right. 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 <laughs> I just great I, interview, man. It's like you know, uh, people don't understand how hard we work to get into this business. And it's like, we work hard uh, accum- accumulating money, but we don't make a lot of it. And it's like, the only reason we work right. is so we can have that dream where we just make a lot of money working and doing little, obviously. But I mean, the you whole know, point... I have, a, I have a good friend that was a huge success in this business, uh. Uh, the franchise Shane Douglas. And he had <laughs> once told me that uh, <laughs> the franchise... Please listen, Hipstar. Yeah, yeah. Uh, once told me that you can learn a lot from this business, but it doesn't, uh, uh, you know, give you anything to go. You know what I mean? It doesn't suit you for any sort of job. Uh, yeah. Does that make sense? It's um. It doesn't make you qualified. That's the word I am looking for. Hashtag qualified. It, it doesn't qualify you for a job. It certainly doesn't. You learn uh, a lot. You're on the road. You're making money. Yeah, yeah. You can claim that you were like a self business, an independent business almost, but I mean, it's not, it, it sticks out on your resume, but not for a good reason. My, uh, my radio yes. teachers, they really, uh, they really didn't like it. They looked at me like, you're a, you're a wrestler, huh? I'm like, yes. yes. Yes, I am. You know, I, I, I every like Every sort of casting agent, every sort of, yes. Yeah, so you can't put that kind of thing on a resume. I've made mistakes like that, too. And, you know, mm. they just don't see that world. I've made my own gimmicks. Uh, I'm a seamstress. Uh, I'm a, <laughs> I'm a valet. I'm a, I'm a self-independent uh, businessman. That's where I am. I'm a website designer. <laughs> yeah. You can check out my website at ospw.net. Squarespace. <laughs> oh, God. 
Is it that time that we plugged the one eight hundred eating gimmick and Cena and me? Uh, no, no. We'll do it at the end of the show, maybe. Okay. But honestly, <laughs> all right. Honestly, I'm just my mind is so fucking drained. I'm just so out of energy because again, I'm just working my fucking ass off. But you know, don't don't you think that if you did make a living full time off of what you love and what you do, you're just eventually gonna get sick of it? Don't you think you just eventually hate it? You know what I mean? I mean, I worry. Well, yes, because uh, I've experienced that hip star. And as a matter of fact, like at one time, you know, as much as we're embarrassed to say that we're wrestlers in normal society, as you were stating earlier, Mm. uh, at one time I was proud. At one time I was proud to say, hey, I'm a manager at um, Crossfire Wrestling, and it was my dream Mm -hmm. to manage a stable, but... The longer the years and the years that I've had to manage Mark House, I was just like sick and fucking tired of this. I'm just mm-hmm. like, am I just going to be the guy that walks beside a guy that has got hair weans on and, you know, uh, thinks he's like Sterling James Keenan and working Ring of Honor. And meanwhile, we're at fucking the American Community Center. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. People are starting to look at me a little bit weird. They're thinking like, hey, Jay, aren't you starting to get a little old for this? Take a look <laughs> at what you're doing here. You no, I would like, hate for somebody to say that to me. I'd be so fucking pissed. Yes, I don't want to be the guy standing beside a guy in pink weens. Yeah, yeah. And like, uh, 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 you know, uh, uh, sucking off the tits of the fans and, you know, uh, that maybe happen to be in a wheelchair. And I don't mean to be like so crude about it, mm. but like, you know, are we begging? Like, are we begging the fans to fucking cheer for us? I think it's an honest mistake. I think who is teaching psychology in the wrestling business these days? Is mm. anybody credible? I think I mean, the... I'm just going off on the limb and maybe, you know, I'm, I know it's going to get a little uh, heat. You know, I'm not looking for heat. I'm not looking for feedback. I'm not looking for emails. In fact, I don't want to hear from anybody. I just kind of like, at what point do you draw the line? Well, I think teaching, training is really evolves in wrestling. It's all about like, get your shit over, brother. I walked into Hipstar was inside a restaurant in Buffalo, New York. Oh, yeah, that's going to be good. Uh, It was a... Troy Buchanan ring inside a restaurant and this was a set up training school that would train before the hours of 11 a.m. when the chefs had to get in and cook lunch (laughs) for people that may have been going to the HSBC arena. And I was like, like, who can train at 11 a.m.? Who's not working at 11 a.m.? They have time to train. I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's (laughs) going on. Maybe ask Cyclone Jones what's going on. Cyclone Jones. Shoutouts. Yes. <laughs> Honestly, I... Well, coming from... Well, most of your stories are all like, you know, I've had experiences and, you know, a lot of it I, I uh... You know, I wouldn't trade for anything, but I don't necessarily... I'm not... I don't appreciate them necessarily. Not that you don't appreciate them, sorry. So I'm not proud of them, I guess, more of a story. So, like, we've done this for a while and we have made some money, but... It's not making us any happier. I mean, like, honestly, Jay, I look up to the one person that I love watching at any Ontario indie show in the back is Cody Diener. I love seeing his attitude in the back because, honestly, he shows up, he's got a baseball cap on, hide your eyes, and he's like, I'm just here to fucking make money and make my work look good because he fucking makes it look 
pretty good for going to dinner. And the happiest I ever see him is when he sees his friends. He's not necessarily happy to be around the promoter. He'll act like it, but he's happy to see his friends. And it's like, we're still kind of uh, working to do this full time, though, no? I mean, no disrespect, I, uh, but I mean, honestly think friends. that, uh, Cody Deaner would not appreciate his name being dropped on this podcast. That's what I think. <laughs> oh, okay. I, I just brought it up so I could say that I appreciate him. But it's yeah, like, he's that, doing uh, it a lot longer, and I see like... Not talk about Cody Deaner on this podcast. I don't think we're worthy of talking about anybody in that level of business on a podcast like this. Thank you. You're right. I remember that time when he drove in the middle of the road. That was really funny. But, uh, I don't drop names to talk shit. He just, you know, I, I'm the most controversial podcaster in the world, so, uh... Apparently it's my gimmick now. Man, he was talking about you. He said he really liked you. <laughs> Look out, man. I guess, uh, just, uh, I'm a little bitter. Uh, I'm a little, like, uh, worn out. And my back is killing me. But, uh, I'm, I'm having fun, I can say. And if you were happy, Jay, then I think, uh, you could say you were having fun a lot more often. But I think, uh, maybe some yoga or aerobics or calisthenics will work for you, honestly. I think that, and that in a lot of water. I mean, I don't mind if you talk about Elian Habano on the show, but. <laughs> Habanero! <laughs> that was the yes. first match I had, Elian Habanero. And I saw him at a PWA event. And, you know. By the way, yes, he's booked for probably five shows a year and shows up for two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jay, like, what what is with this? You know, got indie guys like will get on like slam wrestling or canoe wrestling. They'll write an article and it'll be, it'll have the the title, "My Experience with Wrestling and Why I'm Retiring." You know the guys that have done this recently, and then a year later yes. they're in the ring. I mean, especially like last weekend. Uh, you know, I have neck problems. And here they are, they're back in the ring a year after, and they're getting, you know, punched in the neck. What are, what are these tomfoolers doing, man? This doesn't fucking really make sense. Uh, I often wonder like, who exactly is canoe wrestling when we call it slam wrestling. Is canoe wrestling paying for these stories? Perhaps? I think so. I don't know. <laughs> do, do people even use canoes like, anymore? Why is the wrestling business being represented by a canoe? I, I don't think people even use those anymore. I think they've moved on to, uh, what, what's the, the one person canoe called? What do they call that? A kayak. Oh, well, let me ask you kayak. another question. Why would a media company even be named canoe? Uh, weren't there, like, printers named canoe? Like, they made our ink cartridges or something? I don't know. I think people. Like, we're just... sending your news by canoe? <laughs> yeah. We can't promise it'll this get there on time, course. but. It'll, uh, it'll float along. <laughs> yes. Well, you know, I mean, there were so many ways to get, uh, the news in the mm. wrestling business in the day. You know, it's such great resources as the wrestling hotlines that used to be available, like the wrestling rap report. Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, uh, which would give you your three minute daily news on what happened on any sort of pay per view, Monday Night Raw. You know, uh, Thursday Night yeah. Thunder. That's how you got uh, it. Yeah. It was, it was great times and I'm a, a big fan of that 1-800, like, uh, not 1-800, excuse me. 
I'm getting ahead of myself with the sponsors. <laughs> Talking about the wrestling rap report. You can draw. You can drop the line now if you report. want. Yes. What? What? Eight hundred. Wrestling rap report was Topher Whiteman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where did he go? He's missing. Find Topher well, Whiteman. I do have an update. If oh. you care to hear it. Oh, you, what is it? Where you is he? I'm on the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the update is I was a uh, in a pinch for a weed. Yeah, to be oh. with you and I was coming off the Big Shane Douglas show yesterday yeah. with Classic Chris coming back into the Fort Erie area, uh. which we decided. You know, I got Classic to be the front man to go get Topher. Topher, in fact, dropped it off not knowing that I was hiding inside the garage. <laughs> uh, a classic, yes. <laughs> uh, he had rolled up thinking nothing like, you know, a classic said, hey, my brother's inside. I expected that was to be empty when I got home, and I'm sorry, <laughs> bud. Like, I just got to go. Oh, that's and good. And I had visually seen through the garage window a Topher Whiteman, full beard, full <laughs> hair, in the Whitey Mobile, being the 82 Chrysler van. Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> With by his side at all times, Denny Marie. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I uh, couldn't believe what was going on, and I'm sure I cited Silver White. Now, I may be wrong because I did not oh. expect what I had seen. Uh, I did not expect what I've seen. I don't well. mean to out anybody by telling them the story, but my God, <laughs> uh, it was absolutely horrendous, and he's now missing again. We need to be on the lookout for Tobin Whiteman because. Uh, just when I thought I had something uh -huh. there, he had escaped. <laughs> and Tom is on the loose somewhere here in Fort Erie, and we need, we need your help. We need your help. Oh, man. Findtofer.com, please. Happy Tuesday, tonight on Tonight on Hipstar Tonight. It's, uh, hey, it's a Wednesday, October 26th. Kind of shit. Uh, you, you know, you're, you're a critique on uh, Facebook statuses. You don't like them. Uh, and like every hump day being a Wednesday, like you see that everywhere. Happy hump day. Yeah. You know, uh, like, how does that make you feel? For it to happen weekly, I honestly don't keep well, those I mean, people you, on my list. Yes. I delete them right away. Mm -hmm. Or unsubscribe or unfollow, right. whatever it's called. I don't, I don't put up with that shit. Get the get the fuck out. Well, I noticed uh, back from last uh, Monday's show when you uh, brought up Merle Evans. I have been following her lately. It's been two days now. Yeah, yeah. And no shit, 218 status updates since Monday. Yeah. Uh, just bullshit that I don't even understand what she's talking about. Like, <laughs> uh, at what point do we govern Facebook whether, like, should we be filling out applications to be on Facebook? Because if the population gets you know, more volume. Can Facebook even handle it? And if you're just going to act yeah. like a fucking retard, like Merle ah. Evans, with these ridiculous Easy. status updates, Easy. you should be banned from Facebook altogether. Like, who wants to read this shit? We don't know what you're talking about. Don't, like, just because you can't understand them, you can't block them from the internet. The internet doesn't work like that. We got free will of the interwebs, man, and the Wi-Fi. You gotta tell me how I'm gonna use but it. But she has no friends, is a problem. Yes, she so does. When, when you, she's a very accomplished who, lady. Screech. Oh, Screech. <laughs> well, Screech, Screech is. Uh, he's pants for the past two years. I think we should change Fine Topher to find uh, Screech. Honestly, Screech is gonna. He's gonna off the map, man. I don't know what he's doing. Honestly, he's doing something. Well, you know. 
Uh, this is gone now in the Guinness Book of World Records. No joke that Screech has lived in probably almost every house in the Niagara area region <laughs> where nobody can, you know, yes. He's gone from true? basement yeah. to couch to homeless, actually, to kicked out, to pay the first month's rent, left, uh, midnight move, uh, you know, uh, hop in a car and go to a wrestling show, stay on the streets in another town, steal someone's gimmicks, steal their cigarettes. Um, it's hard to track Screech down in a lot of ways. All his, his old gimmicks, uh, he had his grandmother's dog diarrhea all over them, and he tried to, like, scrub it out, and he just couldn't. So he had to throw those gimmicks out, and now he just steals other people's gimmicks, uh, apparently. Well, somebody had given him the Conquistador jacket that I noticed that he wears on Hogtown Pro Wrestling. Yeah, who gave him that? And, uh, well, that's what I'm wondering. I thought maybe you would know the answer. Probably Hutch. Would that be Hutch Henry's? Like, I think Hutch yeah. Henry's makes gimmicks in his living room. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We go to, uh, Valage, Value Village sometimes, and we'll, we'll hang out uh, in the, the woman's section that, like, more, longer than I'm comfortable with, uh, but we'll just, like, come yes. up with gimmicks and masks. And no, I got, I got inspiring, ask you, actually. Like, you've now known Hutch for a while. You guys live in the same area in Parkdale. He's right there, like, yeah. Uh, I have had, had to stop, you know, in on Hutch every now and again. Like, and there's wrestling masks all over the house. Like, is he just, like, constantly obsessed with these wrestling masks? Like, obsessed with characters. Like every wrestler he has just... to be in a mask. You yeah, know, yeah. these ridiculous gimmicks are all over the fucking place. Like, uh, it's like a, a mental, uh, what, like, what is this, obsession? Like, uh, what is this? I don't know, it's not an Tell obsession. Me. It's like, maybe the psychological uh concept of hoarding, maybe? Is he just likes to create? Okay create wrestling characters yes. and like and these superheroes in, in his mind and it's it, it kind of yes. comes from when uh somebody tries to escape we all try to escape i escape when i come out of that curtain mm-hmm. i'm not uh you know zach stomach anymore i'm uh the atticus guy because I, I had to come up with a yes. somewhat cool name um but uh, honestly i think uh from rochester i think uh i'm working on this this uh this charity um, not for profit charity to honestly save Hutch Henry's. I'm not going to say why we need to save him, but I think for such a wholehearted guy, he, he needs saving. So save Hutch Henry's. I'm going to get it on, uh, hipstar.ca and, uh, zachstomach.com. Uh, check it out. Uh, cause honestly, I love the guy. I, Jay, you've, uh, had some times with him. He's a, he's a good guy. And I just, uh. Yes, I've had to, uh, work with Hutch Henry's, yeah. uh, many, many awards we have won, uh, yeah, you yeah. Know, commentators in Toronto, yeah. commentators in Ontario, commentators all over Canada. We have been the best, uh, you know, the voices mm. of Rogers Television, and I couldn't do it without, uh, the great Hutch Henry's, uh, we call him Pipes, you know, kind pipes. of backstage. Cause pipes. he's got, you know, the pipes, like he knows how to, He's got uh, voice range, as we like to call, like Cablanche. Well, he's a voice actor, uh, yeah. Audio. Yeah. I'm not hanging out with some of these actors. I don't know if I can get used to people just kind of like working their gimmick in front of me and just me. You know what I mean? Like so many times have I I like. like, uh, So I'm going to start this. Is always like hang. Matt Bradley is always hanging around Hutch, like like up his ass, like wants to be his best friend. Yeah, uh, yeah. Know, and it's like, are they great minds? Well, what what is this? 
Excuse me? The thing with Matt Bradley is he watches a lot of wrestling, and I respect that, but it changed VCW when he gets in the back and he started to... Or, like, just say things in the back, like, just yell them to the boys. Right. And he would always refer yes. to we. Hey, we really appreciate what you're doing for us. Uh, we think you're just great. And it just kind of like, no, yes. no, no offense, guys, but it's like, you just, you, who the, what the, where the fuck did you guys come from? Well, who's, uh, I have no idea. I, who's I, signing I, I the envelopes on my $20 from. here? <laughs> you know? And please, it's been like, I, I worked there, you no know. Offense two years going on three and he wears the same gray suit every show like please like where's the investment in the gimmick <laughs> what do you mean invested you know? in the gimmick maybe his gimmick is that he just owns one suit and the rest is just like fitness <laughs> okay. fitness right. crossfit gear well even you know even though Topher Whiteman has been absent from the wrestling business and in fact the world yeah. for the past year and a half uh, even Topher Whiteman and we all know how cheap Topher is yeah, Even well, Dover Whiteman had a spare jacket hanging in the Whitey Mobile. Did he? Uh oh. You never know. Yes. You never know when he's gonna honestly like need to work. The man needs work, Julian. Well, you never know when that next gig is coming up. We might yes. need a report from the lift bridge at the canal <laughs> as to you know <laughs> the safety and the rules regulations of the construction yeah. going on in the lift bridge on Port Colburn. Yeah, it really uh, slows him down. Thank you. He's going to have to charge extra for gas because he, the bridge is closed. For Niagara College for Niagara College Radio, I'm Topher Whiteman. Oh, man. I'm predicting this, actually, Jay. I will bet you. Uh, you you name your price. I want to say, like, uh, we'll put a 100 bones on the line. And I want to say... All right. In a timeline of five years, Topher Whiteman will make a comeback. He'll he'll play oh. it huge, and he's timing it so wise right now. And all the funds to find Topher are honestly gonna make him who he's going to be in five years. A hundred bucks says so. What do you say? Well, where would Topher Whiteman debut, and how would he be debut? Because in my mind, it's like he's hiding. He's in hiding, obviously. Now he is. Yeah, uh, yeah. We know that he's out there searching social media, and we know. That, you know, he follows tonight, tonight on Hipstar tonight and <laughs> yeah, you know, all the other, uh, yes. And it's just the thing is, like, all right, people have spotted him with that beard. Oh, yeah. And yeah, people yeah. have spotted him with that Stand caveman up. hair. We know that he's balding. So where would he debut? Would it be at maybe a Canal Days concert? Would it be <laughs> at a local indie show? Would it be at, you know, uh, him on Channel 10 Kojiko with a special report? Because I think really if you take a look at Topher, if he waits another five years, he's basically thrown that whole, you know, uh, Niagara College broadcasting career away. Wow. How would he get a job? Well, I mean, come on, Hipstar. I mean, he turned down... Uh, the remote job at Giant FM. Like, he didn't even want to drive the van down. <laughs> no, probably not. Gig. It might not make it. Yes. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> I predict. Well, I don't know. Uh, I, I'm just curious. Like, uh, you bring that up. In five years, where where do you see this happen? Where, what do you see? Where, where are you seeing? Carnival Carnage 6 returns to the Lions Carnival Port Coburn featuring... Uh, Topher Whiteman, Too Sweet, Pistol Pete, 91.7 Giant FM. 
<laughs> the reunion show. No, Jay, hasn't Giant TV become... Championship. Hasn't Giant FM became Spirit? Didn't that happen? Has that happened? Well, uh, actually, somehow, some way, it's now a sister station, that Spirit FM, and we still have the big giant. Oh, course, yeah, yeah, Pat yeah. Porter. Oh, yeah, yeah. We come on Pop Porter weekdays. Oh, cool. 7 to 12. Uh... I'm yeah. heard on Giant FM uh, frequently. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I bet you are. Show, thank you. Okay, well, congratulations. Uh, thank you. Know, you. I haven't, haven't seen him in a while. Uh, but uh, status of the day, uh, Mike Buse just recently got a baby uh, like five mm-hmm. months ago. And, you know, the statuses uh, ever since then have been uh, re- repetitive, to say the least. I mean, he's a great guy. And he's like, uh, so after two days straight of cleaning, I'm happy with the level of cleanliness in my house. Speaking of clean, Sterling, my son's second bath went much better. I think he likes it. Now, now you got to be careful with with statuses like these. First of all, like you don't piss all people right. off by like always talking about your baby I and mean, keep it special. But visualizing. Through words, your son, your newborn son, in the bath, to the public, I just, I will never fucking ever agree with. Sorry, but yeah, I like won't. pissing in your face, shitting all over the fucking place. You yeah, didn't yeah, talk yeah. about that, did you? No, I know. I wanted to write a lot of comments, but I, I hold back. No, I uh, notice, uh, you Honestly. know, uh, I know we only have a few minutes left in the program, but uh, one Jackson Jarvis. Constantly with these baby pictures, like uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, for one, am tired of it. Well, that's an example of a guy that makes it worthwhile. At least he doesn't always write statuses about it, but when he does, he uh, he works no, it in his gimmick, like, you know, like because he's posting these baby you know, pictures he, he, as Jackson Jarvis. You know what I mean? You brought up uh, just a minute ago about seeing Topher Whiteman five years in the future. Five years in the future, that Jackson Jarvis's kid is he going to really appreciate? These pictures that his dad <laughs> took of him pacing a mustache on his face, uh, hauling him out to a wrestling ring, being in the same ring with Chris Plant. Like, oh, if no. I were Jackson Jarvis's baby, yeah. when I got older and seen this, I would be devastated. <laughs> I would be like, Dad, this is what you did to me? Glue a, a goddamn mustache on my <laughs> face and you were out wrestling and acting like this? And, like, I am, you know... You know, this man, once he grows up to be a man, was this guy going to be a lawyer? Is he going to work for NASA? I don't think so. Because it started with poor parenting. You're pasting a mustache on your child. Well, come on, Hipstar. You know damn well it is. Hold on. What? I don't, uh, I I think it would be pretty sweet, man. I mean, I would love to have known I was born to be a wrestler, a superhero. Uh, that would have been nice if Dad made me like that. Instead, Dad made me and turned me into a Jehovah Witness. Okay, I didn't think I was very special. So this kid with like a mustache and like growing up to wear tights and looking like his dad when he looked like when he when he was a wrestler, a little professional guy. I think that's pretty fucking cool. And he's making that kid feel like he's special already. And come on, I think that's a beautiful thing. At least he's not fucking getting in suits and walking to doors and knocking on them saying, Would you like to learn about the truth? Buy a Bible while you're at it? You know what I mean? 
Give me some credit. Now, did Pistol Pete make you do that while he was sitting in the car with an open bottle of beer drinking <laughs> and you're uh, knocking on people's doors? Of, co- of course he was. The next door? Of course he was. In a suit. <laughs> in a suit. In a company car, by the way. <laughs> the I, think he's, he I, I think he smashed almost every company car that he's owned. Mm. The sad thing. Yes, Pistol Pete has a track record in the... Uh, Niagara region. <laughs> yeah. But they know who he is, you know? Like, he's, he's Pistol Pete. Like, yes. he, he'll bleed on yes. you. <laughs> he'll bleed on you. Don't uh, mess him up. Got me free lunch at Moe's. <laughs> Got me free lunch at Moe's. Pork Colburn. <laughs> Hashtag Moe's Pork Colburn. Thank you. Free chicken wings all night long. Chicken Parm Thursdays. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh. Just gotta work his show free. <laughs> well, uh... Happy Wednesday, tonight on Tonight on Hip Start Tonight. Right. Uh, we're uh, almost there. Thursday, October 27th. I get to leave for Montreal tonight, and I'm fucking pumped. I love it. I, uh, I'm going to have a great weekend, and I'm going to remind myself... Just like the experience of a Burning Man, that all my possessions be nothing, and I am free, and I am who I want to be. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I get it like that too, but uh, you know, I'm fucking starving. Are uh, you? I went down to Central Avenue, Fort Erie, and like I tried to order a bagel, just. A, not 10 minutes ago. Yeah, yeah. And this dishrag whore cunt fucking oh. says to me that she's not opening for another 10 minutes. So because I'm there at 8.50 and the fucking place ain't open till 9 and I got to do this shift with you, yeah. I'm fucking hungry. And, like, when I'm talking about Hipstarn, it relates to the wrestling business. It relates to us doing this broadcast. What the fuck happened to people trying to help out other people? Well, and what happened in the world? It's where it's I am hard. now restricted to, I can't eat until this person's going to open the door? Like, that's <laughs> like spitting in someone's face, I'm hungry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you're going to have me turn on my television and ask me to send money to a third world country for some goo-goo sitting in the sand. <laughs> and what, we're going to fly shit over to him and I can't get in the fucking bakery at nine? <laughs> what? <laughs> You know what I'm talking about. No. What the fuck happened to respect in this business? Oh, okay. It just kind of sounds like you're mad because uh, somebody didn't, you know, hold the door open for you or something. Maybe they just, yes. you know. Yeah. <laughs> Where are the manners? Right. I don't know. Don't don't All get right, worked I'll, I'll up over down. that. Man. Obviously, you're not interested in what I have to say, so I'll calm down. Go ahead with your story. <laughs> I was interested, but I mean, like, I think I, I don't understand where the animosity would come from. Like, just because they, they don't care doesn't mean you need to stop. I, I always care. It's yes, like, but now I gotta sit here for an half an hour to do the broadcast with you before I can even eat again, and then I gotta go back and look at this same fuck uh, that I couldn't even eat. Like, just try to help me out for a minute. You're not doing it. anything. 
You're sitting I, there yeah. staring at the clock, waiting the ten minutes to even unlock the door. Yeah. Fire a fucking bagel on the on the grill is all I'm asking, <laughs> and feed me so I could do the broadcast to entertain these people. It's like the difference between her serving a fucking bagel yeah. to a few people on Central Avenue in Fort Erie to us broadcasting to the thousands. Mm. I would like to be fueled for the morning. Yeah, I would yeah. like to be ready to go. It's Thursday. We've had a hard week. Uh, a lot of complaints have come through that you haven't mentioned on there. What? And uh, we still haven't. Uh, yesterday, Wednesday, we had never even touched Cena and me or 1-800-NEED-A-GIMMICK uh, or Soul Foundation or Fine Tover. We never did a fucking thing. Well, they've been plugging you know? us less because we've been doing less less shows. And I know that that's my fault, but honestly, now they, the funds aren't necessarily coming in. So, I mean, I just, I select, we only have 15 minutes now, man, per day. I mean, that, that limits me. Yeah. Uh, what am I going to do with that? I don't know. Well, they say, like, uh, in the, the modern day of social media that mm. less is more, where you mm. got to tighten this stuff up to a few minutes. Like, gone are the days of watching a half-hour program. Well, what do you think? You're just watching an episode of The Cosby Show or Family Ties? It doesn't work that way anymore. Yeah, yeah. We find our data online all day at any given time. How short do you think our show should be? Uh, you know, I'd like to uh, go back to... Uh, wrestling legend that you know a broadcast journalist as by the name of scotty bender out of uh wivb television in rochester new york who told me that you know if you're going to send in a clip yeah. that you would like to air on television uh-huh. uh please send it bell to bell no intros uh and it has to be like five to seven minutes because if they have to you know uh, take a look at television producer scott demore if he's going to sit there and edit a couple minutes out of your five to six minute match that's supposed to be on television, uh, then you're costing, you know, people money. Uh, yeah, you're yeah, costing yeah. Spike Television money, uh, Dixie Carter, uh, Billy <laughs> Corgan. You know, there's so many uh, different variables when it, it comes to sending in an edit as opposed to working in front of a live crowd on a house show. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, yeah, yeah keep it short and just simplify how you sell yourself. I understand that. Yes. Did Billy Corgan, uh, he's been, uh, emailing you, eh? What's with that? Are you getting, like, a deal over there or uh, something? Well, Billy Corgan is actually a, now a roommate, uh, oh. renting an apartment with, uh, a good friend of ours, Crazy Steve. No, really? And so, yes, uh, wow. roommates in the Nashville area. Uh, Billy, of course, is venturing on buying, uh, you know, shall we say, brand X wrestling organization. Uh-huh. Uh, I don't know if we can mention names on air with the way your sponsors are seen in me. Well, and, uh, uh, everybody knows what it, what it is by now. Maybe I should just get a bumper that says, Cena and me! Yes. Uh, yes, the selfie app. Of course, <laughs> everybody knows what we're talking about. And, uh, yeah, so... Uh, Billy, uh, uh, it's funny that we bring all this up because that's exactly what Billy wanted. He figures, like, <laughs> Bald head, bald head. Yeah. You know, uh, or Cena with the cap. He's interested in the Cena Me app. Like, he oh. wants, uh, you know, and think about the publicity that would go out there. Like, Cena <laughs> with Billy Corgan in a picture. Uh, it, would it be worth money? It could be yes. something. It's a cycle. Oh, my God. Where we can now push. The system would be we now push 8 by 10s of oh. Billy Corgan and John Cena on 1-800-NEED-A-GIMMICK. So it starts with Billy. It's a very great marketing scam. It's yeah. like, you know, exactly why oh. Billy's got lawyers out there to sue companies now. 
is because he knows if he takes a picture with John Cena at the app, get it at the app store, John Cena, Billy Corgan, if you want the 8x10, Billy Corgan and John Cena together, we have it up at 1-800-NEED-A-GIMMICK, 1-800-NEED-A-GIMMICK.COM, or just call operator standing by 1-800-NEED-A-GIMMICK, get the 8x10, $10, and a free Vince Valor t-shirt with the next 30 minutes entering the pro free Vince Valor. We will send you the 8x10 with you sending us $10 at 1-800-NEED-A-GIMMICK, 1-800-NEED-A-GIMMICK.COM. Don't uh, ever say that we don't do anything for you, sponsors. That was... Yes. <laughs> that was beautiful. And I... You know, it's interesting, Hipstar. Uh, two days ago, uh, we released the Vince Fowler t-shirts, the first 20 people that would call, and we have 18 left here. Yeah, yeah. So uh, that leaves 18 opportunities if you call today. If you want the Billy Corgan and John Cena 8x10, uh, the first 18 people can have, you yeah. know, small, medium, and large are all here. Vince Valor t-shirt available for free. No, I want to retract saying for free because I, 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 I want him to get something, you know, if he put money into it. But he, it's, it's funny actually you say Vince Valor because he's from Buffalo. Go Bills. And he's U.S. And that just makes me think, honestly, and now. tattooed on his rips <laughs> yeah, he does you can never get on tv because they'd always sue him be like hey that's our logo can't do that <laughs> but no. him being from uh ny state the accent you know uh today we're officially 12 days a dozen days to the uh u.s presidential election you know oh yes and going into our our status like shit, I mean these the, the the touchy Canadians that are getting so worked up over this. I mean, stay out, yes. you guys. I mean, it doesn't fucking it affects us, but it it it, it, it doesn't fucking matter. Like we don't fucking find a way well, to I complain. Don't know. Uh, you know, I mean, good like, friend of mine, franchise Shane Douglas, seems to differ with that because he is totally against Hillary Clinton for one. Oh, yeah. And number two, he is voting Donald Trump based on the fact that he is the host of WrestleMania 4 and 5, and that's when Randy Machman Savage won the World Heavyweight title. So why would you not vote for a man as me? But, you know, yeah, yeah, you yeah. can't take that legendary status away that, you know, WrestleMania 4 and 5 were in Trump Plaza Casino and Hotel. And I think it's a disgrace for anybody, anybody, to not tie to any of that in consideration at all. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh wait, Jay, are you voting Trump? Oh, please tell me you are. Well, I am uh, voting Trump based on the information I learned yesterday from my good friend of mine, oh. franchise Shane Douglas. Don't even care. That's uh, yes, glitchy. Yikes! Yeah, I uh, I, I say be safe, and uh, Canadians don't find ways to. Uh, you know, just be negative. Like, I, I can't believe what he's saying. You know, I've been affected by patriarchy my entire life. You don't understand. This means a lot to me. You can't grab people. Uh, it's true. Uh, a lot of people uh, did not like working in Buck Anderson's ring. Well, um, at what point are we men and just uh, do the job? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Because the guy had a tarp over some 
shattered pieces of wood, all <laughs> of a sudden we're not going to entertain the fans? Is that yeah. exactly what you're trying to tell me? No, no, no. Uh, yeah. Because the, the ring is, uh, you're bumping on cinder blocks, all of a sudden there's a problem. Do you want to be in the sport or not? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What are you willing to do for me? You know, like, so I forgot the mats. Can yes. you bump on plywood? <laughs> you're going to have to yes. do it. Funny, a, uh, the last conflict show I was at, we actually had uh, pieces of rubber tire for the turnbuckle pads because no. they forgot the pads. Really? Yes, he forgot the whole Tupperware oh. thing that the pads were in. But he said that he was like an automotive tire salesman and just brought in like tires. Yes. Who's our sponsor? Like, you know, Mike Rollins <laughs> was setting like Tyson Duke's head in it with a fucking rubber tire, and he was like bump off this shit. And, you know, it was just getting insane. Like, you know, I don't know what's going on with the business today. It's just like, please, we need standards. Uh, You know, we have places available for you to get turnbuckle pads, for God's sakes. How many times do I got to sit here and tell you about 1-800-NEED-A-GIMMICK? I know. We have this shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Six fucking ring pads will cover half a ring. So, uh, you know, you got to order another six, so there's 12. So right now, one 800 need a gimmick we have six on sale, uh, $39.99. Get them at one 800 need a gimmick one 800 need a And if you want the other six, it's another $99.99. So uh, the grand total package, if you want the whole 12-pack, one 800 need a gimmick Enter the promo code we want all 12 at $122.99 for the next 30 minutes. Tonight, tonight on Hipstar tonight. What's terrible? I wonder if they if they can pay, especially if they need something urgently. Can they pay like by percentage yeah. of the door? Like, listen, man, I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna have a a big draw. I'll, I'll pay you when the show happens. I, I swear, man. Just give me the turnbuckles now. <laughs> yeah. Well, we all seen what happened to a lot of these promotions that did do that. Uh, yeah, yeah. You know, I remember Gator in the area. Uh, had nothing. We were resting the G-Void. in a carpet, actually, out of our parking lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Golden Griddle. I don't know. I think that's where I met you, uh, behind the Golden Griddle in Welland. Uh, <laughs> Probably. We actually legit rolled out a carpet uh, yeah. for us to wrestle on because the ring crew didn't get their money for a rental and they left. Oh, yeah, yeah. back to Montreal and uh, the show must go on, as they say. So, uh, <laughs> you know. I didn't even care. Cross promotions. Special thanks to Pig Roast Promotions for putting a show on and roasting a pig on Main Street while it was crazy. Oh, man. uh, I didn't care. I had the energy. uh, Five solid matches. Uh, (laughs) I, in fact, uh, managed a great Asian Nightmare Quan Chang as he faced uh, the big Quebecer from Montreal. And it was uh, one hell of a match. (laughs) I'm sure it was. I I wore some, like, uh, masks. That didn't match the rest of my gimmicks, which was just some like, you know, kind of like yes. hammer parachute pants. You know, I wrestled my dad and yes. I gave him uh, <laughs> a leg drop on the back of the head. And uh, th- th- that's I, what happened. Uh, I gotta be yeah. honest, I'm sorry. <laughs> Grew so much respect for you in that match. Did uh, you? It's uh, probably the third match I've seen you do, and you know the first two I wasn't overly impressed with the club social shows, but when we were at behind the Golden Griddle, yeah, yeah. Uh, I stood and watched that match, you and your father, blood <laughs> pissing out all over the carpet, your dad uh, in a bloody glaze, and you climbed 30 feet on top of a television tower aerial. Yeah. The way 
above <laughs> even the roof line of the Golden Grill. And like, well in Tribune, standing by, cars stopped, traffic stopped all over Main Street as you flew off that television tower right on your father onto a hard carpet, asphalt, you didn't give a fuck. You were making a name for yourself in this business. And that day... Happy Thursday! Did I 